All right. Okay, let's um, break into our groups. <laughs> um, let's give our sister Johnny a round of applause. Indeed, God uses our circumstances, right? And he will always pursue us. It's not us that pursues God. He will always pursue us right? and meet us where we are. So um, anyways, I apologize for I got confused with the time. And for some reason, I was laying in bed at 6.20 and... <laughs> I was, I thought it was only 5.20, <laughs> and I was laying in bed with Julie, and I was like, oh yeah, and we're talking about, you know, our recent trip in California and stuff like that, and then all of a sudden, I checked my email, and it's like 6.20, and I was like, oh shoot, <laughs> we have to run, <laughs> so that's why we're running late. Anyways, um, our message today is... Of course, this is a prayer service, so it's all about prayer. Amen? So we can, we'll never run out of anything to talk about when it comes to prayer. Because it's so essential, especially in our as Christians, right? So let's jump into it. But right before that, let's open up in prayer. Father God in heaven, Jesus, we praise you and we thank you for this wonderful day. Thank you, Lord God, for your faithfulness. Thank you, Lord, for your good, and you are our Lord who saves us, who saved us, Lord God. You died on that cross for our sake. And Lord Jesus, thank you for this time that we can lift up our everything that we, we need, Lord God, as a church, to you, Lord. And Lord, speak to us once again through your words. In Jesus' mighty name, pray. Amen. All right. So the title of our message today is... Um, prayer equals growth. Prayer equals growth, right? So um, I'm very good at math. <laughs> so I suck at math, actually. So if you take out prayer in a Christian life, so there will be no growth, right? So prayer is so essential. So as human beings, as God created us, and we were the epitome of God's creation, Right? That's why he created us last, because he saved the best for last, right? And the main purpose that God created us is for us to please him. Amen? Do you agree? All right. So are you pleasing God right now? I think you do, because you're here. You're in the prayer service, right? So um, and another purpose that he created us is for relationship. Do you agree? First and foremost is a relationship with him, and secondly, relationship with each other, right? But because we're talking about relationship, and by the way, Christianity is all about relationship, right? It's all about your relationship with Jesus, nothing else, right? So, and praise God that we're saved not because of, you know, how good we are or how faithful you are in helping others or giving to the charities and things like that. No, you were saved because of the work of Christ on that cross, right? And the only thing you did is believed in him as your Lord and Savior. And you had that relationship, 
right? So God cre created us for relationship, right? Adam and Eve had a relationship with Jesus in, in the Garden of Eden, right? Um, and so for, but for relationship, that means that you, if it's a relationship, that means that you have to take care of it, right? It has to flourish. So we must, first, it's like our marriage, right? Our mar if you're married, um, you have to take care of your spouse for that relationship to work, right? You have to be in a constant communication. The same with your relationship with other people here in church or at work or your friends. You have to take care of that relationship because relationship is a delicate thing, right? Without it, you can, um, if you don't take care of it, it will die, right? So at the beginning of time, God said it was not good for us to be alone. So that's why he gave, uh, he gave um, Adam Eve, right? So first and foremost, Adam and Eve first had relationship with God, then each with each other. So, so the original intent was that we should be able to see and talk to God face to face, right? I can only imagine how Adam and Eve have a face-to-face -face conversation with God. That's amazing. Unfortunately, that relationship was broken because of sin, right? But even though we are no longer be able to really communicate with God face-to-face, but he still provided us with a means to communicate with him, right? And that's through his words and through prayers. Amen? Right? In each relationship, communication is key for that relationship to work. So as I said earlier, without it, it will fail. So as Christians, um, we have to be in constant communication as well with with our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen? Because without it, you're not going to grow as a, in your relationship with Him. You're not going to grow as a Christian. All right? So, did you know that according to research, um, ongoing communication difficulties are the number one reason couples divorce in the United States? According to one study, 67.5% of marriages that ended did so primarily due to communication problem, right? See how important communication is? That's crazy. 67%. 67% ended up in divorce because of communication problem, right? So that's how important communication, communication is in a relationship. So as for us Christians, we must take care of the most important relationship we have, right? It's not your marriage. The most important relationship you have is not your marriage. It's your relationship with Jesus. Amen? Right? Above anything, any kind of relationship you have, the most important thing is your relationship with God. Jesus died on that cross to restore the broken relationship with us. So we were separated. We were dead in our transgression. We are separated for eternity with God, without God's aid, without Jesus. You take Jesus out of the equation, we will continue to be separated with him. Right? So Jesus did not left us with nothing. We are able to communicate with him today. So 
the primary mode of communication with God is his word and, his, and through prayers. So we are to go to God in prayer. So as Christians, prayer will help us grow in our relationship with him. In your walk with Jesus, in your, in your, first and foremost, in your relationship with him, and then it will affect your relationship with others. So how will prayer help us grow as Christians? So I'll give you two reasons today. First one is prayer grows your Christ-likeness. So the purpose, since, since you've received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, now you are called Christians, right? So you're a follower of Jesus. So since you follow him and you believe that he is your Lord and Savior, then that means our goal is to be like, just like him, right? So to be Christ-like. So on the moment of salvation, the moment you receive Jesus, your Lord and Savior, um, the Lord begins the process of sanctification, right? So if you are not growing as a Christian and 10 years had passed and you're still not praying and you're still not growing in your relationship with him, then there's something wrong. And I can't assess that for you, but it's only you that can assess yourself, really. It's between you and the Lord. So he, you should slowly but surely, I'm not saying that you will be changed drastically and you become holy of holy, right? No, it's, it's a process. And when it's a process, it takes time. Right, but surely he will mold you, shape you, and conform you to be Christ-like. So, just like Jesus, he was humble, obedient servant. So, for us to grow in our Christ-likeness, we have to be prayerful. Right? Um, for us to grow in humility, prayer is essential to developing that humility in our lives. No wonder why Jesus always, um, always emphasized how important prayer is. If you read the whole, the whole New Testament, it's always highlighted when Jesus withdrew himself from the crowd and prayed. Right? So that's how important it is. Right? So if we want to be Christ-like, then we must follow Jesus' example. Amen? So I want you to tell your neighbor, be prayerful. Pray like Jesus. <laughs> Amen. So when, when pride says, I got this, I don't need help, but Jesus and humility says, I can't do this, so help me, Lord. Right? So that should be our attitude. So humility coming before God with a proper understanding of his greatness is the key to improving, improving one's prayer life and developing a deeper more intimate relationship with God. That's, that's what Francis Chan said. So I want you guys, if you have your Bible with you or your Bible app, let's go to Philippians chapter 2, verse 5 to 11. <coughs> are you there? Okay, so if you're there, let's read together. Okay, so... We're in Philippians chapter 2, verse 5 to 11, and it reads, In your relationship with one, another, with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, 
who being in very nature with God, did not consider equality with God <coughs> something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man. He humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on the cross. Therefore, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him in the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, Every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Amen. <coughs> Sorry. This cough is still lingering on me. I had COVID in January 31, and it's already March 16. It's dear to me. <laughs> this cough loves me. All right. So there you go. So prayer not just helps us to communicate with God as a means of communication, but also it humbles us. It's, it affects our, 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 our attitude, right? The way we conduct ourselves. It makes us humble. It makes us, um, it grows humility in us. So just like Jesus, in his life here on earth, 33 years, he never failed to always pray, right? He always emphasized how important prayer is. Um, based on what we read, he is God himself, right? He could, he could have done whatever he wants to do. He's the creator of heaven and earth, right? By the word of his mouth, he created the universe. But he emphasized how important prayer is. And he didn't act as an arrogant um, king or a dictator. But instead, he became just like us, right? So prayer will really help us grow, not just in our humility, and also it will help us with our personal walk with Him. Secondly is, prayer is how we communicate with God. Amen? That's the second point. Without prayer, there's, um, and the Word of God, this is our primary means of communication with Him, right? Uh, unfortunately, we're no longer in Eden, right? Um, uh, not until God calls us home that we will be able to see him face to face, right? But as of right now, we're stuck in our imperfect body, right? So as for now, we rely on prayer and we rely on his words as a means of communication for us, with him. So prayer allows us to worship and praise the Lord. It also allows us to offer confessions of our sins, which should lead to our genuine repentance. So moreover, prayer grants us the opportunity to present our request to God. Right? So all of these aspects of prayer involve communication with our Creator. He is personal, cares for us, and wants to commune with us through prayer. Amen? So I've, I've mentioned earlier, when you're in a relationship, communication is essential, right? Without it, the relationship will not work. And our God is a personal God. He created us for a relationship with him and for with, with each other. So that means that we have to have a dialogue with him. Remember how Jacob wrestled with, 
with God. It's actually, based on commentaries, that was actually Jesus he wrestled with. And also I read in the commentaries that it, was, it wasn't actually like wrestling with him, like, you know, how you see in WWE. <laughs> Jesus wasn't joke slamming <laughs> Jacob, okay? It's actually when Jacob was wrestling with Jesus through prayers, right? That he broke his hip. <laughs> so the same with us. If we want to continually grow in our relationship with him, we have to wrestle with him, right? Prayer does not need to be repetitive, right? Um, we're not pagans that will just randomly say things um, without even... Um, not from the heart, right? But we 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 talk to God based on what what we feel, right? And and we present the request to Him. Amen. So if if you want your relationship to grow, you have to be in communication with Him, and that's only through prayer and reading His Word, right? So in Second Chronicles chapter seven verse fourteen, <coughs> oh my, it reads that if my people who are called by by my name will humble themselves and pray, and seek my face and turn <coughs> turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven, and will forgive their sins and will hear their land, heal their land, amen. Also in Isaiah, chapter 40, verse 29 to 31. I'm going to read it to you guys. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youth grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Amen. So prayer, whatever it is you need, okay, don't pray for, um, you know, uh, prayer has to come from the heart, right? So, and your prayer life will grow in conjunction with your reading life. Thank you. The more you know about about God, right, through your reading, through your devotions, your quiet time, your prayer life will slowly change, right? Maybe when you first um, became a Christian, your pr prayer was like about that uh, biscuit commercial in the Philippines where, Lord, I'm praying for a, a, a red Ferrari, <laughs> and then, but he but he only gave half of his fita crackers to the needy. So Lord only gave him half of the Ferrari. <laughs> so, but that's not how it works, right? God answers our prayer according to not your will, but his will, right? According to his will, right? Do you think God, um, Ferrari <laughs> is according, uh, will be God's will? Well, who knows? <laughs> that's up to him. Right. <coughs> okay. All right. Hold on. Okay. So prayer, 
prayer is not just about asking for God's blessing. That's what I'm saying. So it's not just about blessings. You know, sometimes we think of prayer as if like, you know, Lord, this is what I want, what I want, what I want, or what I need, what I need, what I need. We never, how about we change our perspective and we pray for, Lord, whatever you want this, let it be done. Just like how Jesus prayed, right? Jesus suffered in that cross, right? He even said, Lord, if you could take this cup away from me, right? That's his prayer. But at the end, he said, but not my will, but your will be done. Amen. We, you might be in a desperate situation right now, or whatever it is you're going through. Pray for, pray, pray, lift it up to God in prayer, right? Lift it up to God in prayer. Um, circumstances might be so difficult, and sometimes in our human mind, we think that it's hopeless. But lift it, lift everything up to God in prayer, right? And let his will be done. Amen? Let his will be done. Not ours, but his. Okay? So, it's not just about asking for blessings. But let his will be done. Right? It's like, you know, when we always pray. We, as Christians, we pray that Jesus will return. Right? Amen? Isn't that amazing that Jesus will return and he will take us with, with him? into the place that he, have pre- he, he prepared for us. That's what Jesus said in the Bible. He will come back and take us to the place where he prepared for us. But we pray that, but at the same time we pray, oh, not now, Lord. <laughs> I'm still in the process of really achieving my dreams. But isn't it our dreams as Christians should be that we will spend eternity with him in heaven, right? So, our prayer should be, come now, Jesus, come. Maranata. Amen? So, anyways, if you haven't um, joined, if you haven't attended Vision School, it's coming soon. And I, I, yes. So, please join. It's not too late, Tito, right? No, it's not too late. So, I really encourage you, if you have not taken Vision School, please do so. It will open up. Um, it will open up for you to really learn about God's will, right, and His business. Sometimes, our our uh, we are limited to our own business, right, in here on earth. We think as if like we're not gonna die or this is it, even though we're Christians, right? But no, God's will is different, and this is an av- a good opportunity for us as Christians to learn God's business and his will. So join Vision School. Amen? All right. So I'll see you Sunday. (laughs) So lastly, without communication, (coughs) sorry guys, (laughs) relationships fall apart. So too our relationship with God suffers when we do not communicate with him. So what is the tendency when we are not in prayer, when we are not doing our devotions or quiet time and we're not being prayerful? You're like a stagnant water. You know, when I was growing up, when we go to the river and it's like, you know, it's not flowing river, 
people will always tell us, don't swim there. That's a dangerous river. It's either the current is strong, like right below it, or there's some Philippine crocodile that will devour you there. So you better be careful. So, and, and it's the same way with our, with, our, with our relationship with him. When we are not doing our quiet time, when we are not praying, you hit the plateau, right? You hit that stagnant water. And as they said, stagnant waters are dirty. You shouldn't be drinking that, right? Or you become, you become, um, what do you call that? Lukewarm water. And what did Jesus said with lukewarm water? That's right. He will spit you out. And you don't want to be spit out. <laughs> right? So Jesus would rather have you hot or would rather might as well you're cold. Right? So as communication gets better, as we improve and work in our prayer life, our relationship with him will flourish. I challenge you. <coughs> that if you want to grow in your relationship with Jesus, then you better be start praying. And that's our business here tonight, right? That's our business here tonight. That's why you're here, is because there's a need for prayer, right? So as we close, we should be, as we break into our groups, pray that, you know, pray for our corporate needs as a church, right? way before our own personal request. Yes, let's pray for that. But way before that, let's pray for our needs as a church. Pray for... Pray for our prayer list here. Okay. Um, pray for the members of the church that hasn't been coming here. And, um, or, and then pray that they, you know, they will they will see the need of being in fellowship with other believers, of the importance of, of hearing God's word in, on Sunday. So pray for those people. Pray for our leaders. Pray for Pastor Joe, most especially, who's the under-shepherd of this church. Pray for wisdom for him and the strength, right? Pray for his family. That's very important. You know why? Because it's, you know, the enemy knows that PJ, Pastor Joe, <laughs> PJ, that's the easier term. Pastor Joe is prayerful and he's doing his quiet time. So if you're doing your quiet time and you're in, in tune with God, then you will know when the attacks of the enemy will come towards you. So what the, en the enemy do? He'll attack the family. Right, and that's the strategy of the enemy, and so let's pray for for our leaders, and pray for spiritual growth for all the members of this church. Right, you know, even be, way before we should pray for like people to come and be part of this church. No, I think the most important thing is that we grow in our personal relationship with them. So let's pray for that. All right, so pray for our Pastor Julius, Tita Nancy, and Tita Gina, and Pastor Charles. <coughs> pray for those who are sick, right? Because um, 
the Bible tells us that we should be praying for those who are sick. Um, pray for the ministries of this church. You know, if you're not part of a small group right now, um, please be part of it because that's one way of you in, in growing in your relationship with him, right? So be part of a Bible study, or if you're a young adult, be part of the young adult. If you're a youth, or if you're a parent of a youth, drag your kids to youth every Thursday, right? You know, my wife always um, shared to me that she never liked going to youth when she was growing up. But her dad didn't give her an option, just drag her into youth and drop her off, so she has no choice. But in the end, it helped her, right? So if you do have a youth at home, bring them to youth. They live with you, so they don't get no. <laughs> they don't get to say no. <laughs> so, and lastly, um, pray for our Lord's uh, for the Lord's message this Sunday. All right, through Pastor Joe. Um, so that's our message tonight, and I hope that you. You, um, God has spoken to you, and let's right before we break into our groups for for prayer. Um, if you have any prayer requests that we should be praying for, this is the time to share it, and so we could pray for it. 